On today's episode of the Drop Everything Now podcast, we are getting into all of Taylor Swift's track two songs. But before we get into that, we have our first who are the founders of La Petite Fete, which um, where they host these awesome Taylor Swift events. And so we get we talk to them about all the awesome, awesome Taylor Swift parties, and then we get in to the survey results where over 300 Swifties responded rank their favorite and least favorite track twos. So, it is time. It is time to drop everything now. What's going on? I'm Steph. I'm also Steph. And uh, welcome to the 12th episode of the Drop Everything Now podcast. Yes, we have an extremely packed show for you today. And an exciting one. Yes. Different. Right. Yet the same, but different. Well, it's definitely different. Yeah. Um, (laughs) We are going to talk about track twos for Mm -hmm. a lot of this episode. We did a survey. We took out, or I think there was like 300 responses. So love that. Amazing. But we're starting with the really exciting part today. I'm excited. Folks, we have our first guests on the podcast. Yay. (laughs) Fake round of applause. Um, So we're really excited about this. And I'm sure a lot of you who have any form of social media will be excited about this too. Yeah, you've definitely seen this. Because if you have seen any videos Mm -hmm. online of people screaming all too well at the top of their lungs in bars with like a lot of people then you know these ladies that are with us today so we have katie and courtney with us who are founders co-owners of le petite fete which is a pop culture events company that hosts taylor swift nights and all other types of nights that we'll get into but they are here they're here to talk some t swift with us and some of our you know their Mm -hmm. business their different events and uh yeah so um welcome hello guys hi guys so excited to be here hi guys so excited yes it is i'm honestly when you guys like reach out to us although we didn't see it at first i was so excited like so excited that you guys reached out we had like our instagram is on like a business account for a Mm -hmm. little bit and i don't know if you have to like accept dms or something because it was like in hidden yes because when red Taylor's version was coming out. I went on our Instagram and I like went to our DMs and I was like, oh my God, we have like four messages in here that we've just been ignoring yeah. for months. And that's when we found out you guys reached out to us. Yes. Like we should collab. Um, absolutely. So why don't you guys start out and tell us about like how long you've had this, how you came up with the idea, all that stuff, like how it got started and you know what it is. Um, sure. So I'll start. So the idea was born as all great ideas are at brunch. Um, Katie and I, we met in a pop culture Facebook group, which obviously that's how we met you guys too, um, in the Swifty stands 24 seven. Um, and we, so we were at brunch one day when we were just talking, we had seen the TikToks of places like in Australia, they were doing Taylor Swift nights mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It was so fun, but this kind of stuff never really comes to Orlando, which is where we're from. So I had been to like a nineties night in Brooklyn when I was living in New York and I'd been to a Britney night in Chicago. So I was like, this is something that people do. So let's just try and find out 
like, let's just find a bar and see if they'll do it for us. And so yeah. we were at this, we were at the brunch place and we asked to speak to like whoever would do a private event for us. And he agreed. And, and the kind of the rest is history. The first one we did um, sold out and then people were like just dying to get in. And then it was amazing. And it's kind of fed all of our content since our, our TikTok went viral. We've had multiple TikToks go viral. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of like the birth of everything that has happened since. It is so exciting. I was going to say, it's also kind of amazing that it, the concept started at brunch and also became real at the same brunch. Right. Like yeah. you had the idea and then you're like, we're doing Let's it. Let's just ask right now. Like you guys just waste no time at all. <laughs> I know. It was just those loaded frosés. We were just like yeah. empowered <laughs> and golden to be like, you will do this for us. But it was funny because I we were trying to like explain to the guy and like how it worked and we couldn't find the TikTok. Um, we were kind of able to um get him to do it. And he was like, I think at that point they were just it was it was last April. So it was like really coming out of like right. some of that hard time with the pandemic and stuff like that. So I think they were just interested in doing anything that would bring people right. into their business. Right. So I think we kind of struck at the right time as well. hundred percent. And I saw, I remember seeing all the Australia ones and I was like, I am so jealous of this because Australia also was like more open because they weren't letting anyone in. Yeah. Like, oh my God. And I think it's awesome because you guys do it in multiple different states. And yeah. I'm like, people underestimate the power of Swifties. Like, of course they're sold out, you know? Like you might think, oh, that's too specific. That's like too niche. No. But I assume you a lot of yours sold out, sell out, right? Um, yeah. yeah, I think almost all of ours have sold out through February at least. And then, um, you know, we'll go into bars and people will be like, oh, I can't believe I have to listen to Taylor Swift all night. And I'm like, well, there's going to be, your bar is going to be packed full of people drinking and eating and like tipping you. Right. So you should be happy. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> the vibes are amazing. Yeah. yeah, and then at the end, the tables are, they're like, oh, this is great. Please come back. So, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Speaking of how it's not just Taylor Swift, you do other things too. So what other types of events and places have you gone? Because I know you said you started in Florida, but I know obviously you've been all, all over the place. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we've kind of been all over the place. I think our first event out of state was Atlanta, um, which was really fun. And we're going back to a bigger room, which I'm really excited about. And then we've been to Chapel Hill um, and all over Florida. This winter slash spring is when we're really getting like literally all over the U.S. You can catch us random weekend all the way from like Seattle, um, Jersey City, Chicago, all over Texas, like literally everywhere. So we're super excited. Uh, all these will be Taylor Swift, but as you guys said, we do um, other events too. So we had a really successful Britney night um, back in July. We had like a free Britney night, which was so fun. Awesome. Um, we did a boy bands night, which was like one of my favorite events, but I took a little liberty with the playlist and made it just like <laughs> any boys that were in a band. So there was like a lot of fallout boy and like Blink-182 on there. Oh, I would love it. Her, yeah, yeah, she was like, I was like, why is Blink-182 playing? And she was like, uh, well, it's like a boy band. I was like, I don't think that they would appreciate that. <laughs> it's a band. But we had a great time. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, it's a band of boys. And then we've done, um, we did a Mamma Mia brunch recently. So we've kind of like played a little bit with the brunches and we're going to see how that goes and maybe launch a few um, this spring. Um, maybe it's a Mamma Mia brunch. Maybe it's a Taylor brunch. We're just kind of working on that right now. Oh God, how many awesome. people do you like invite to the brunch? Or allow or yeah, tickets right. for? Yeah. So, 
that one we did about a hundred and some people like it just has to everybody has to have a seat which is something we learned <laughs> but um you know we had some kinks that first time but I think that's with anything you're always learning I mean our first tailored night we ever did we like literally had so many bumps but it was everybody no one saw that and everyone just had the best time and that's what matters right oh 100 and um I remember seeing in the summer I don't know if it was your events but right around my birthday there was all these Taylor Swift events in like New York or New Jersey and I was like devastated like I can't go oh my god because nobody was able to go and I was like this is my only dream is to go to one of these events and now you guys are like making it come true I know <laughs> yeah they those are not those aren't ours but they're they're right. awesome as well they're at the city winery down in in Manhattan yeah uh, and then there's like other ones too but we like to think you know ours are special because we're such dedicated Swifties and we're dedicated to people's event experience you know we know like for us this is like the best night of our lives so we want to make sure that everyone has the same experience that we do so that's kind of where we um you know like to differentiate ourselves 100 because if it's not run by Swifties like you don't really know like if it's just a company that's getting money because you know Taylor Swift is popular you're not going to play the all too well 10 minute version or clean or like the the deep right. cuts that people will screen so they're slower or they're not right well i not saw shake it um, off i saw a post you guys posted the other day and it was like come sing cowboy like me with us and i was like exactly this is what yeah. we're talking about <laughs> yeah that's what we, i mean we're we're deep cut right fanatics like one time i like we we like make the playlist that we like we don't make the playlist that plays but we like make a like you should look at this playlist and she's a Swift too, our DJs. We have a couple of DJs and both of them are, are Swifties as well. So I think that's something that's special is they're Swifties too. And they love the deep cuts, you know, but we're, we'll be putting like, Katie one time was like, oh, I'm like, that's the way we are. I'm like, I need to hear Afterglow right now. <laughs> so that's kind of like how we, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of how we are too. Yeah. I love awesome. that. Um, what, so what like events are maybe coming up uh, that still people like are able to get tickets for? Yeah, absolutely. So we have an event on um, on February 17th in Asheville, North Carolina. Um, and then we also have a Florida run that's um, coming up. So we are going to be in. Um, oh, actually, I forgot. Sorry, I'm looking at my thing. Um, we still have very few tickets left. We partnered with a bar in Chicago because we had so many people wanting us to do it in Chicago. So we're kind of doing like a partnership with them. We have a lot. That's January 28th. That's their shake it off night. And then we have tickets to Tampa on February 4th, um, Asheville, February 17th. Then we'll be back kind of in Florida doing our Florida thing. And we'll be in Miami and Wynwood um, in Gainesville, Florida. Um, home of the Gators yep, and at yep. uh, Jacksonville. And then the one we were talking about you with you guys about earlier, we have um, April 7th in Albany, April 9th in Jersey City, and April 10th in Boston. And then we have um, April 15th in Birmingham, the 16th in Atlanta, and um, so many more. So if you guys want to come to go to our website, it's lepetitefet.com and all of our tickets through that website. Can awesome. you spell that for everybody? <laughs> yes, absolutely. So it's L-E-P-E-T-I-T-E-F-E-T-E.com. And we can put that in our um, episode description. Too, oh, yeah, so we everybody will. Can... Oh, 
yes you know, knows like how to get there oh my god that, there's so much like every there's a lot yeah so and it could have gone on for like another five minutes and I was like you know what let's get to the let's get to the tracks <laughs> go to the website right just like the website and your Instagram is the same name right yes that's that yes. it's um the same name but it has FL at the end so for oh, Florida okay. where yeah. we are based and then is your TikTok the same as well yes that's all the same that's like you could check out all like what is actually kind of going on yeah, yeah and all of our stuff is really like we promoted a lot on TikTok we've been super lucky and this is like a huge compliment to Katie because she's like helped us go viral like so many times mm-hmm. with our um with our dates and stuff like that so that's been really exciting so if you want to find us on TikTok Instagram we have a Facebook we actually have a Facebook group um that we just launched I thought it was like well to kind of meet up if they want to meet up at the shows or also they need to buy and sell tickets in a safe space so yeah that's true yeah go together if yeah they- no people will people like comment on the TikTok all the time to be like oh like I don't have any Swifty friends to go with like I don't want to go alone and like luckily we've been like really lucky where people will like comment back and be like oh like I'll go with you or like I've been by myself before and it was like a super safe space like I've never felt comfortable going to a bar alone but this is like really different so I think that's been cool and then this group just allows you to like make friends if you're just yep I would have social anxiety going alone so (laughs) I would be the person in the group being like does someone want to be my friend so I can go to this so but you know that you have a big uh common factor and that you guys can relate and probably feel super safe I was was thinking the same thing because like going alone to a bar is one thing where it's like okay I need to find someone to talk to or or not but like at least going to a bar on Taylor Swift night by yourself it's like well we're all singing anyway yeah Yeah. I'll just jump into this circle and it'll look like I'm friends with everyone in this circle exactly together literally oh my god no and people we've been so lucky because everyone who comes they're just so nice they're just so excited to be there you know and they're excited they're open to making friends and like you're right you know you're going how often do you get to go to a bar and you automatically know everybody in that bar likes at least one thing that you like which honestly right. it like leads to multiple things I mean I think that was always the great thing about all those toast groups was like you right. knew people who you knew you had common ground with like these people like and that's how we all met so I think that's right. what and I've built a lot of friendships off of those groups and I think that's exactly. what's so special about them. yeah because yeah. you have yeah. like a similar demographic and it's like this similar de- demographic that loves Taylor Swift or that loves The Office or that like I'm in like 40 yeah. of those groups like it's yeah <laughs> Oh, every every hobby has a group. Literally, and even like yeah. literally every hobby. Right. It's crazy. Know. That's what I like. Always loved about it. Yeah, there's probably like groups. I've never looked into this, but I'm sure they exist. Where it's like, oh, these are the Evermore stands. There's a, or these are there the fearless stands. Like, there's probably groups specific to Taylor Swift. Yes, there used to be a Taylor Swift stoner group. Well, well, who are stoners? Go. I'm not there in it, but it does. It exists. It exists. <laughs> Kind of worlds all together because they're like oh let's talk about when we smoke like what it feels like to listen to this song there's always something for everyone now literally though it's so funny I like joined Facebook groups for everything and like I even yeah. turned my boyfriend on to it like one time I was like we have to join a Facebook group we were going to go 
to a music festival and was like we have to join the Facebook group for that and then the other day he was like I'm in a Facebook group for people who um have Marriott points and I was like what are you talking about that's a Facebook group that is so insane that's so funny it's going probably, deep into Facebook group you probably get a lot of great tips that's I mean yeah apparently you do I I didn't know but I just thought it was so funny because I was like oh, yeah. there's literally a Facebook group for absolutely everything seriously that is so awesome oh my gosh so um why don't well is there anything else you guys want to say about your business before we ask you guys about like how you became Swifties and anything anything else you want to say no I think we said everything so we can jump right. into the next part yeah and we'll I mean when we go and jam, we'll be at the, the filling but yes. it's sold out sorry everybody yeah. um we'll obviously have a lot of content that oh, we yeah. share I'm just already thinking about I'm it. already so excited wait what do people wear like do they dress up like Taylor Swift yeah, of course. We have a costume contest too. So, oh, my yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah, okay. They I've been for the like hoodie that she wears and what's it? The look what you made me do music video with like the baseball bat. I have been, I swear to God. I saw you post about it. I saw I you like, post <laughs> And I don't want to DIY. I'm not a good DIYer. It's not my calling. Right. I figured since you were asking, I was like, she's not gonna she doesn't want to make it herself either. I wouldn't want to make it myself. Oh my god. I wouldn't even I know how to make that myself. Yeah. And I swear there was a dupe on Amazon and I can't find it again, of course. But yeah, people I do like 1989 era stuff sometimes. Um people I'm trying to think of the most creative one. The champagne problems one, I think, was probably yeah, the most creative costume I mean. What? She was what? like literally dressed as a champagne bottle and yeah it was so cute oh my god um, the other girl she was in a group of friends and she all this was in miami yeah. and she what the other friend was dressed as a mirror ball and she was wearing like a silver dress and then had like the mirror ball headband they were really cute um one girl she comes to a lot of our events her name's taylor she wore the um squirrel onesie one time she did a good job Very yeah probably yeah. Hot. Well, i don't think it is like, i mean it's hot in there like there's like when you pack a bunch of people screaming and and dancing like there's space but there's it's not like most it's not cold at least okay, I, um, I think a comment too that someone was like just make sure you wear comfortable shoes okay because you're yeah. gonna be jumping around and singing all night I, you know what? I already have worn for Halloween. I was, you need to calm down. It was amazing. Very easy to create. And I've done yeah. you know, along with me when I went to the reputation tour, I recreated it, but put all of her old songs rather than people's names. And on the back, I did reputation and like drew a snake and I've done evermore because I have a similar sweater. So I don't know, like, I don't know if I'm going to win most creative, but like, I'm feeling reputation. Well, reputation because it's fun too, to go out. Black. I know like, but, like it could be fun. Yeah. Okay. I know. I'm trying to think of what I'm gonna do for my outfits too because like now we're it's gonna be colder normally we're like normally it's like hot because we're in Florida and I'm just trying to wear like I'm just trying to be comfortable so I wear bike shorts and you know yeah, like a t-shirt right. but now I'm like now it's cold and I can feel more comfortable being like cuter about it so yeah. but people go people go all out I think I love champagne problems and Mirabal I'll just send you guys the picture of them they were so cute. yes I would love to see yeah, we need we to get post some inspiration too. I think Oh, 100%. Yeah. I'm already thinking in my brain, like just thoughts. Also, the mirror ball one could also be what she wore, that outfit that she wore. I'm sure it was kind of similar. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. What did she wear it for? Hold on. Have to like... I think it was a reputation, like an award show, but it's in the reputation. Yes. I'm like Googling it. Yeah. Like, and it's like, like, like 18 AMAs is what she wore. Yeah. 
So it was, but it was in like either Miss Americana or it was in the Reputation the video. It was in one of those two things where she's like, oh, I can't breathe. And she was like trying to like figure out what earrings to wear. So oh, I'm looking it up right now too, because I have no idea what this is. I'm so excited about the costumes. I'm not saying I'm going to be creative. I'm just excited for myself. Oh, oh I'm not yeah, going to be yeah. creative. I want to wear that. That would be a great look though. I think you could do that. Yeah. that. And like, then you could really choose, like, you could be like, I'm both. I'm Reputation right. and Miracle. <laughs> Actually. Wait, yeah, this is so fun. Fire. Maybe she we should coordinate. Great. Yeah, we probably should. Like, we're fun. We're yeah, fun. that'll be so cute. <laughs> both those things that we could do yeah that. so like we're fun and friends like we could talk but also it's pretty soon because right now it's january what's today we have 12 days so i gotta order stuff tomorrow that's what i'm okay. doing that's okay, my homework. amazon come on come yeah. on clutch for us here <laughs> so um anyway why don't you tell us about like how you guys became swifties if you have like a swifty origin story yeah or like an era because like that i think i became a swifty between the like debut album in the fearless era or or maybe it was fearless and speak now so mine was, was fearless there... and specifically you belong with me yeah so is there a time or a specific memory like, moment where you're like oh yeah i'm a fan i feel like i'll go first i guess i feel like i've always been a fan because when i was in high school i um that was when the original came out taylor swift and i like lived for picture to burn because i like liked this guy and then he turned out to have a girlfriend and i was like your picture to burn on you um but and like all through high school all through college like she was just so huge for everybody in college and stuff like that so like anytime she came out with something new anything like it was always so exciting um so yeah i've like always loved it my best friend and i we drove from orlando from tampa to new york city um and all she had in her car was red <laughs> so we like listened to it on a loop the whole time oh i mean i just have so many i feel like every i have so many memories around her you know i just love oh, yeah. i've always loved her and she's my age like we're like one month apart so or two months apart so I just always felt like she's such a kindred spirit um and you know we would like go to Nashville and like go to Vanderbilt to the games because my friend's cousin went there and we would try to find her brother. Like we were just always yeah. doing. Well, Taylor was always front and center in my life since she came out. You know, um, it's so great yeah. that like with the same age too, because I think I said this to you when um, Red Taylor's version was re-released, but I loved hearing 22 after like I experienced 22 already because when yeah. it came out we hadn't been 22 yet we were 20 or so 21. I was like I wish I was 22 when red came out so you were 22 I was, so yeah. I was 22 yeah I was so bummed though because it came out like right after my 23rd birthday and I was like what the hell like but it was also like it was great for me too because it was like you know like at the end of college and I had just moved to New York City so it was just like a soundtrack to this like moody yes. like era I was in for that um and you know I thought I just have loved all of it I think right now my favorite era is is lover though oh, I just like love everything on lover I like oh, I waffle between lover and like the folklore and evermore it just depends on my mood yep yeah um, but yeah Those that's kind pops. of my love that my Taylor origin story <laughs> <laughs> I think mine is also like her OG album. I remember being in high school and I was like dating this guy and I think it was, is it our song that's like um, something about like talking late on the phone, but your like mom yep. doesn't know. And yep. that's like, I remember like being in high school and you know, like pulling the sheet over your head because for some reason I felt like that would make it quieter. Oh. <laughs> 
it was just a dumb time in high school and you would just stay on the phone with someone for literally no reason and now I hate talking on the phone I'm like just text me I don't want to talk on the phone to anyone um but yeah I think that was kind of like where I became a fan of Taylor Swift it kind of like ebbed and flowed a little bit right I remember when Speak Now came out I was living in Utah and going to school out there and that was still on the day of like LimeWire and stuff and so I remember that someone maybe it was even on Tumblr I think that was still like Tumblr days someone had like posted like a download link for Speak Now like a few days before it came out and I downloaded it and probably got a virus on my computer because of it but I remember like showing it to my friend and she was like oh my god like this isn't out yet like how'd you get it and I was like don't ask questions that you (laughs) but yeah I've just kind of always been a Taylor fan kind of like Court said it's just her stuff is so relatable and even now like I'll go back and listen to songs and it's just certain lyrics hit different when you're in different seasons of your life and I think that's what's really cool about her music is that even though Court and I are listening to this like all the time now a friend was like oh aren't you sick of it yeah I was like no not really because like it just means something different almost every time I hear it so yeah I'm all over the place but I think my favorite era is reputation I think it'll always be my favorite era it's like my no skip album um yeah that's my favorite one it's such a no skip album did you guys go to are you guys like concert goers what have you been to any of the tours I've actually I've actually never been to her concert so that's just really crazy I know that's like the next one I know well I I like I don't know I think when I was in college people would go I just like could never really afford to go and then um yeah and then I don't know it's just like I think it was always just like the money of the ticket like the time like the thing the problem with me and and concert tickets I'm just gonna be frank is like I don't set the timer to like get it in the minute and then I like forget and then two hours later I'm like oh I supposed to order tickets today and then they're sold out so that's really like the probably the reason why I haven't been is just because um but a really cool story is actually um I have family in Knoxville Tennessee and Mm -hmm. I saw Taylor like before she was famous she performed at an event in Tennessee and I didn't know who she was at that time but yeah so that was I'm like but that was like and it was um stuff like that is always fun um to see people before but yeah I've never been um but Katie definitely has so she gets to hold the torch of the concert going for (laughs) us I've only been to reputation tour and it was like I used to travel and do like marketing events and I was like on a break and I saw this job posting in a Facebook group that was like come work a concert and I was like I wonder who this is and we were handing out like the glow in the dark like wristbands to everyone and so afterwards they're like you can stay if you want but like if someone asks you if you have a ticket then that you're on your own like if you get kicked right. out it's your own problem right so my one of my best friends was at the show and I texted her I was like hey like where are you do you have a seat next to you and luckily she had an empty seat next to her so after we were done working I didn't get to see who was it Camila Cabello and like Charlie yeah. XCX I didn't get to see either of them but um I like went down with her afterwards and we got to like watch, watch the concert together, which was really cool. But yeah, yeah kind of like court, the tickets have always just been so expensive and I was broke in my twenties. Like I didn't have time to spend $300 on a concert ticket. I was like, that's like a month of groceries at Trader Joe's. Like I just didn't have the money to blow on the concert tickets. Yeah, I hear you. And they sold so fast too. I remember cause I went to a lot of her earlier concerts, like, um, I saw Fearless. Fearless Speak Now in Red. 
but it was because my best friend growing up, her dad worked for Pella windows and they got like, they supplied windows for like Madison square garden or things like that. So it'd be like, okay. we have a batch, a batch of tickets who wants them. So he'd always grab whatever Taylor Swift tickets right. were because he knew, okay, I have three yeah. screaming girls who kill me. Which is fun. If I didn't get right. I was too young and like, didn't have anyone to go with. And that's why I only went to reputation and I didn't go to the New Jersey one where we are from. And I was so upset with myself. And then I saw that she was going to be in Nashville and I, and I was like, I'm doing it. It's my birthday present. I'm flying there. I forced a friend to come with me and it was literally the best night of my life. Like, oh my God. But yeah, reputation is the only one I've been to. So I think that's also why I like reputation more because I've seen it live. Um, but yeah, I'm willing to spend like every penny that I have for the next concert. Well, because we were going to Yeah, we had Love lover tickets, but obviously it got But then canceled. it got canceled, so. It's a I shame. also will say, though, I think that's what's so nice about our events is, like, if you can't, well, she hasn't gone on tour in a long time, right? So, you know, right. there's that. But like, if you really couldn't afford the $300 ticket and stuff like that, this is an alternative for you. Um, exactly. You know, I think that's always a good thing to think about. Yeah. It's like a mini concert. You're so oh, right. Because right. I was going to say, too, yeah. especially now that, like, we're older, because I remember, like, the first concert I went to of hers, I just literally had my digital camera up the entire time. And I was like, did I even watch this? So then, like, for the next concert, I was like, let me just, like, enjoy this and sing and jump around, which is what we would be doing at your events. Right. So it's like very, you know, right. It's a similar vibe. Right. So, wow. Um, so I guess we should go into like the main event of the. Yes. Episode. The track two. So this is all about track twos. So we want, I don't know if you guys took the survey or if you looked over what the track twos are, I can give you the list of them to give you. So we want to hear what your favorite one would be off this list. And then your least favorite, yeah, favorites, so, least favorites, whatever Taylor Swift track twos picture to burn 15 sparks fly red blank space end game cruel summer cardigan and champagne problems. Oh my gosh. A gambit of like, so yeah. Many yeah so what are your thoughts <laughs> i think first of all i take all of your surveys and it's always like so brutal for me because i'm like oh, so my gosh. sometimes like sometimes when you do an album right like i definitely have a favorite and a least yeah. favorite but like when you do the tracks like when you when i looked at this survey and i saw the tracks i was like oh my god literally all of these are so good like i can't I can't choose really. I mean, I guess, I mean, oh God, it's so awful. It's just hard to choose. I mean, I love pretty yeah. much all of them, except for cardigan would probably be my like lowest ranking one, <laughs> even though I own the cardigan and I like, I like cardigan overall, but I think that's like my lowest ranker. Um, and I think cruel summer and in game are probably like my top, like, Ooh. so if I'm like, want to be like fun, let's just do it this way. Right. But want to do fun beaks, like have a good time, like singing loud in my car, cruel summer and end game. But like, if I want to just like have a moment and my feelings, definitely champagne problems. Yep. And I love so that because end game gets like poopied on a lot. And like, I agree. Like, it's so fun. Yeah. It's a good, yeah. it's like a great, it's a great one with like the, I mean, I know all the words, so, yeah. but it's just funny like because you'll go back and listen to stuff and you're like oh, these were all bangers like mm -hmm. I went back and listened to speak down the other day with my mom and because we know that's like because we're both convinced that's the next one coming up well, and I was like this whole thing is a banger like I forgot about how great all these are and that's kind of how I feel when I like take your surveys I'm like yeah, I all of these thing. are bangers <laughs> that all the time with speak now because we'll take surveys sometimes like a, a song sort of that puts every song and then it like gives you like okay like based on this like this would be your favorite album essentially and I never say speak now I'm always like oh well, I love red for this oh I love evermore oh I you know 
reputation 99 whatever it is and then literally every time it's like oh well but speak now is your top if you're comparing all your like as you're picking songs over the other it's speak now sorry oh, mine, i just can't I mine unapologetically it, but... my favorite album is speak now yeah. i without a doubt but yeah what so what about you um katie um this is so easy for me cruel summer is my favorite song i but i love it the it was like what was it august like when lover came out or like late july i remember my friend and i would go downtown and every time we would uber back i would be just like so drunk and like beg the uber driver i'd be like can you just play across summer i'll pay you five dollars like <laughs> please should play this song um it's such a bop it did not get the credit it deserved it needed to be a single um I have to see this performed live. Like once uh -huh. I do, like, I feel like I can like die happily, but until I can witness that moment, like I, I can't You're die great. happily. It yeah, is Cruel Summer, just in like album or like overall, but I think Swifties appreciate Cruel Summer. Well, I think, yeah. you no, know, this had to be like, why did you release me as a single? Release Cruel Summer as your lead single. I mean, oh. I'm, I'll never understand truly. No. And I was just like, why did you miss this op? Like, I just felt like all the serotonin it gave me. Do you know what I mean? Even in the pandemic, when I would just be like sitting alone in my house and just be like, okay, maybe if I play Cruel Summer, like a little bit of serotonin will be released in my body. Yeah. <laughs> well, but... I was Cruel Summer too, because right, the album came out in like mid August or like early August. So yeah. it was like, we're almost done with summer. You should just have released it as a single. Get it out there before the album dropped and we would have had. But whatever. So it's anyway, over. continue. Sorry, I yeah. just echo your thoughts on that. No, I love Cruel Summer. It's like my favorite like bop of hers. It's just like, God, it's just so relatable. Like what like I'm drunk in the back of the car and I'm crying like a baby coming home from the bar. I was like, oh, oh my God. God, like every girl can relate to this. Oh, it's yeah. just like, I don't want to keep secrets just to keep you. Like, what? Um, yeah, I could literally just talk all day about Cruel Summer. This is how much <laughs> passion I have for this song. But um, I would agree with Court, like my least favorite is probably Cardigan. It was just like, it just wasn't my favorite. I don't know, out of all these, it was like, nah. I'm with you. I mean, I like Cardigan. I like, I like it's very well written, like nice, like good lyrics. But for some reason, I don't know if it's just because it kind of stays one level the whole time that it kind of, I kind of, when I listen to it, zone out, like it doesn't, yeah. like, capture me i guess but i'm with you it wasn't um it wasn't one of my top ones for the track twos that's for sure yeah mine was in the uh, cardigans in the middle for me yeah but yeah so um but that's interesting i thought a lot of people liked cardigan more so i'm surprised that you guys said that it was it's both of your least favorite but i guess also because it was a single sometimes the singles get just like overplayed but i would say other than like blank space like in terms of her putting out a lead single even though it was the same time like she, when she dropped folklore like cardigan mm. is something that i'm like oh i'm glad um other people who are non-swifties can listen to cardigan and know that her stuff isn't just me you know what i mean yeah like at least it's good enough to not to be like she's a good writer i swear she's not just putting out the me's of the world <laughs> yeah i mean i think for i think cardigan like it shows range you know if you like look at her back-to-back -back single from me to cardigan like that's definitely a different um thing i mean i think i personally think me was a tragedy which I'm, I'm like please don't play it <laughs> but um 
but you know i think cardigan really like you're you're very right like swifties who maybe don't like taylor swift or have whatever against her which i mean that's a personal problem um i think they like you can definitely get a little bit more respect for her with a cardigan like with a song like cardigan for sure 100 percent. because when i have to defend like even to my students and they're i have to defend taylor swift they're like oh you love taylor swift like band-aids don't fix bullet holes like bad blood i'm like that's not why i love taylor swift you guys only know the singles so It's true, but it does absolutely show range. So it's good for that. That's what I'm happy with Cardigan for and Willow as, as well. Yeah, definitely. But yeah. Wow. Do you guys have any other thoughts in general about the track twos, like overall or anything else you wanted to like mention? Ooh. Um, Picture to Burn will kind of always be like that OG, like heartbreak yeah. song, I think. Yeah, for real. We had, we had remember some comments on that, like on the survey, it was like, if you didn't scream picture to burn after your first crush like broke your heart or something then you know what are you doing yeah yeah no, it's what are you lying to yourself? and then you know you have blank spaces are really great like with really funny stories like i at first didn't really love 1989 or even reputation it took me yeah. like a few run-throughs to like listen to it but i think it was such a departure you know it's hard to like you're like oh i've been listening to those were the first you know ones. she was really red and all of like, that everything else right it was kind of a slow change and then like 1989 was like nope i'm just pop like super yeah. synth pop and then reputation was like nope i'm different again now we're used to that like her right. constantly switching lanes but before right. like whoa i agree it took me a couple times to to kind of warm up to both of those albums but I think looking back on it, I mean, you can look at all the track twos and how different they all are. I think that's like shows range too, right? Like, so everyone has a different thing going on. And I mean, even now you like, you have to embrace and appreciate like the different changes she makes with her music. Cause everything is different. And it's a different, you know, theme for your life. Maybe one day you are feeling red and you're feeling that song and you're listening to it. Or, and then later that week or whatever, you're blaring in game and then, you know, Taylor's crying to champagne problems (laughs) yeah it's like my favorite sad song champagne problems my favorite like bop is cool summer so like which one do I like better like I don't know they're so different yeah (laughs) it's too hard just like you said yeah Um, so I think that's almost how you have to do it you have to be like okay my favorite you know this is like for my uppers and my excitement my singing in my car and jamming it would be, you know, Cruel Summer and Endgame. But like, if I'm like in a mood or just need to cry or just like want to love something, it's definitely champagne problems. Yeah, hundred no, percent. I totally agree. Oh, wow. Yeah, so great. So I guess any other final thoughts? Any other anything else you want to say? Um, I don't think so. <laughs> we th- thank you guys so much for having us. We yeah. like love to talking to you, and I can't wait to meet you in person in Philly. Okay, and we'll have the weeks. <laughs> yeah. We're so excited to have you. Yeah, and then maybe we'll need to do like a recap yeah, of our 100%. nights together. <laughs> oh my god, that would be yeah. so fun. We would we would love to do that. So, yeah, um, but thank you so much for having us. Seriously, thank you for coming on our, our show. And you guys, as, yes. yes. As a final <laughs> reminder, go follow them on Instagram at la le petite bet fl. The, yeah. then, mm-hmm. uh, same TikTok name, and then they, we'll put their website in our bio yes. so that you can or the episode description bio. What do I want? Um, episode description so that you can go find any tickets that are left available 100%. for their upcoming events. All right. So um, that was awesome having them on. I'm so excited. I cannot wait. To, yeah. Um, just to go. I know. I know. They're awesome. So um, now 
we are going to get into the meat of the episode. Yes, let's get to the nitty gritty of the track twos. So um, I was the one that launched the survey, so Steph is going to guess mm-hmm. some of the responses. But we figured we'd start with some of the general comments people left. And overwhelmingly, the comments were basically, this was really hard. Right. All these track twos are so good. I can't choose. This is horrifying. I, you know, just yeah, very general, like, this is horrifying. This sucks. Like, um, so I'll read a couple. It was actually, there was one that was like, they're not great. Yeah. Somebody like, said, ah. like, these, none of these are good. I'm like, wait, are you guys, whoever said that, like, are you okay? Yeah. Like, these are some of her best songs. Of I all love time. all these songs. And it's so crazy, too, when you think about how obviously every um, track choice is like a, you know, where they fall in the album is a deliberate choice by her, I'm sure. But like, obviously the lead track is a very important choice right. that you have to make. So it's it's crazy that the track twos can be so overwhelmingly great great because they follow something that was so deliberately picked as an opener that right. like you they might fall short or but you I think, could see them falling short, right. but no, like somehow. On the other end though, I think that is why they are so good because you're like, okay, my fans are going to listen to everything, but everybody's going to listen to maybe the first two. So let me put like the second track should also be stuff that maybe the masses would like. Right. Which I think kind of does hold true with these. These are all songs that I think a lot of people like Swifty or non-Swifty. Yes. So let me just read through some. So, so many bops, so hard to choose from. Yeah. All track twos deserve a music video if they haven't gotten one already. Uh, yeah. Totally agree. Because we'd have Cruel Summer, Sparks Fly, Champagne Problems. I don't even think Red has a music video. That's one I would, the, the three that were mentioned, Cruel Summer, Champagne Problems, and Sparks Fire, yes. the three that I would say need totally. a Someone said they lost 10 brain cells trying to choose. Oh, I'm sorry. So sorry. Um, So hard, couldn't pick, extremely difficult, so good. Usually not my favorite on the album, which is interesting. Very interesting. And then no, because the fact that even my least favorite track two is absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. I love them. This was horrific. This one's good too. Five of these are in my top ten Taylor songs, so this was tough. I agree with that. There's like three or four of them that are my actual top top. And I think this really does put into perspective, like when you look at them, not within their albums, like some might get lost in their album, but right, right when you put them all against each other, like it's just like holy crap, she has so many good songs. She has so like, many good songs. And I think we've noticed this because I remember telling you, I don't even remember what the track number was, right. but I was like, oh, when we do the whatever. track whatever episode, that's gonna be really hard for me. And then I realized this one is one, too, that's really yeah. hard. I can't, like... Right? Oh, my ugh. gosh. Um, messy track number, but in a good way. And I think I agree with that, because, like, some of them are super upbeat. Some of them are really sort of, like, sad. So I think I do see agree. that. And that's why it was so difficult for me, because I was like, well, this is my favorite sad song, but this is my favorite bop. So, like, there's too much different vibes for me to, like, know. Right. Yep. Until I take took this survey, I had never mentally processed how solid every single track two is. Amen. 100%. Um, track twos have such a hard job following track ones because they slay, which, again, we, we kind of mentioned. Um, I worship Taylor Swift. That's all, folks. Um, yeah, I mean, just... They pretty much all echo yeah, that. Yeah, very generally strong comments. Taylor two... Or Taylor two. Track two is Taylor's best track. Sorry, not sorry. I, yeah. I don't have much to counter that, to be quite honest. Yeah, so. I would, we'd have to lay them all out, but like... Right um yeah so so those were i'm glad everybody else kind of agreed with what our thoughts were yes so we have 314 responses Ooh, we've gotten like 15 more since our last check so let me just look real quick make Make sure sure nothing's changed okay so one thing i will tell you about um 
the results. They were a little muddied, but only for certain songs. So what you, yes, what please explain. There's an overwhelming top two, an overwhelming middle two, and an overwhelming bottom two. Okay. Then there are three that kind of I'll, I'll explain that once we're done, but like there's three that are kind of interchanged where like one got more top votes, but then like really fell. I, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but we'll get there. But there's an overwhelming majority top two, middle two, bottom two. It's just kind of how those other three fit in mm-hmm. where they make the most sense is like they'd be like, you know, three, four. One of the two of them are clearly the th- third and fourth best, but it's like which one goes where right. based on the results. But um, I think I, I've pieced it together pretty solidly, but you can, um, we'll see. Tell me if I'm wrong with that. Okay. I think my guess for what the results are is similar to like what I put. Like, I think that I'm okay. on track with most people, honestly, give or okay. take a few, um, but there's definitely a lot of things that could be interchanged. Okay. So would you like to um... guess the number, what I think the best, should we go best to worst or worst to best? Uh, let's go Best to worst, like yeah. why? Yeah, why make you guys wait? Right. I believe that. See, but they're interchangeable. What you said, the strong two. I guarantee I have the strong two right. Um, I guarantee that it's one or two. Cruel summer. I put as number one, and then I put champagne problems as number two. That is correct. <gasps> exactly. Um, correct? E- exactly. Wow. So cruel summer had two hundred and eight votes. That's sixty six percent, and then Champagne Problems had two hundred and two votes. So wow. very close. Not surprised. Um, but yeah, so those were the top two overwhelmingly, and now, and I think like that's interesting because um, just to talk about the songs for a little bit, this was really tough for me too. They're in my top three, mm-hmm. but it's not. They're two and three for me. But I don't. You know, we didn't have to say which one actually is your number one. Right. This was so hard for me with Cruel Summer and Champagne Problems because I'm like they're such different vibes. Champagne Problems is so, the melody to it, yes, it's a very sad song, but it's such a beautiful, captivating melody. Um, And Cruel Summer is just a bop. Now, that's why I think maybe Cruel Summer got a little bit more votes. That's why I went with it, because sometimes you can't listen to Champagne Problems so much if you're not in, like, an emotionally okay place. Whereas, like, Cruel Summer, you can listen to whenever, because it has so many emotions in it. Yeah. You know? Yep. So did you want to, were there some fun comments? Um, yes. So Cruel Summer overwhelmingly had positive comments. It deserved better. Should have been a single. Which we um, talked about. A masterpiece would have went straight to number one. Perfect addition to any summer playlist, which is oh, obviously yes. very two. Um, didn't get nearly the fame and recognition it deserved. Someone said it's the top five song overall and deserves mm-hmm. it for credit. So, um, and then could have been a single. I just want to scream it with a bunch of Swifties. Okay. No so, negative comments. No negative nice. comments for Cruel Summer. Um, simply the best song I have heard, and I will defend that in a court in court, Your Honor. I love that. Champagne problems. Mm-hmm. I now I'm gonna give some credit because obviously it is a favorite because it got number it two. Got number two. And I did mention in the in the part where you can write in an answer, give me your unpopular opinions. Right. So Champagne Problems had some unpopular opinions. I hate Champagne Problems. Champagne Problems is overrated. Ooh. I like it, but it's not that upbeat. Yes, which it is, makes sense. Right. Um, champagne problems. Champagne problems. Lyrics are amazing, but it's not super fun to listen to. I disagree. I, I think disagree. it depends. Yeah. Um, I don't really like champagne problems. Oops. And then some. Um, and then there was the positive one. Right. So champagne problems supremacy. Champagne problems is underrated. Which I don't know if it is. I think I a think lot of us underrated. Really appreciate that one. Um, this comment actually made me laugh out loud when I was looking through these this morning. 
I'm gonna read the entire thing. I whatever. <laughs> Champagne problems, it just works for anything. Like, yes, there is a clear meaning to the song. Oh, it's not this one, it's a different one. Um, just works for anything. Like, yes, there's a clear meaning to the song. However, I feel like it can work with anything. Sad, champagne problems. Got broken up with, champagne problems. Missed someone, champagne problems. Got cheated on, champagne problems. Cheated on someone, champagne problem. Drinking champagne, champagne problems. <laughs> anything, I'm telling you. Anything sad. Things. Right. Um, so that actually wasn't the one that made me crack up. But still, it's right. Right. It's a sad song, so anything sad can be related to it. But I don't agree with um what the person said, like it's too sad to listen to or whatever, whatever they said that, which I agree. It is a very, very sad song. But again, I want to fun to listen to, right? Super fun to listen to. I disagree fun. because of the melody, because like to me, songs like Tolerate It, songs like Coney Island, songs like that, those are the super sad ones that also have like a the melody is flat, so those are tough to listen to. Where Champagne Problems it's a beautiful song, even if you're not listening to the lyrics. So it is fun to listen to, and the and the the bridge you get so. But it's not. It's not like a like death by a thousand cups. Uh, cuts is heartbreaking lyrics, but upbeat. with an upbeat, right? It's or not really upbeat though, which I don't know if that's what they mean by not super. No, fun. No, hundred percent. It's it is sad, but what I'm saying is like I think that this song is um like compared to songs like Tolerate It, compared to yeah. songs like Coney Island, compared to um epiphany mirrorball that are so sad and they're hard to listen to they're not fun to listen to i think that this is i just uh, my opinion is yeah i just think that is a wrong opinion i just don't agree with that yeah no i was i guess what i would say is i think like mirrorball is more fun sounding than champagne problems like so i understand what they're saying when it doesn't Mm -hmm. sound fun but to your point i think there's much more sad songs that she's written or like you know, not fun, I guess, sounding. Yeah, I, I, I mean, like the bridge, like you could get excited at the bridge and yeah, the oh bridge. yeah, with for Mirabal, sure. You're not like having fun listening to the song. You're just like listening to it and sad. Oh, I know, I'm not sad. Well, really? In my highest yeah, I guess that's spinning true. around. Right, 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 right. But um, yeah. So I guess maybe not Mirabal, but like Epiphany, just like the ones that they just kind of fall flat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's no like strong. Uh, I guess I mean like strong I, I bridge. Think, like kind of what I mentioned with cart, like cardigan. With cardigan. Like it's um just kind of the flat. same level. Right. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. build. But the bridge, yeah. To, your, to right. that point, so yeah. It's not as fun. It's, yeah. It isn't a boring song, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, where I think Epiphany is boring and like you know, but um, yeah, that's just my opinion. Um, Coral Summer really deserves a music video. So does Champagne Problems. Like yeah. that's just so true. So. Number three. Um, why don't you go three, four? Okay. Because these two are very yes, interchangeable. Yes, I also wasn't sure because, again, they're such different vibes. I put number three, Sparks Fly, and number four, Blank Space. Uh, no. Both are wrong. Sparks Fly is in there. I gave Sparks Fly number four. Okay, but Blank Space isn't. It's no. a different song. Um, Cardigan. Wow. Ended up at three. Oh, my now, God. So here's here's the thing, and everyone else it. can, can kind of be with me on this here cardigan got 127 votes for top which is the third most um obviously a lot less than um right the the first two but 40 percent, and then spark sly got 104 votes so you know cardigan got 23 more votes than spark sly however when you go to the middle cardigan was a very highly voted middle track right 
So I still gave it the top, like I put it above Sparks Fly because it did get more favorite votes. Right. Um, but so that's why they could be interchangeable. Yeah, exactly. And like, and Sparks Fly did also get more bottom votes than Cardigan. So that's why right. I kind of put. Interesting. Yeah, that makes sense. I would yeah, agree with that. But, but like since Sparks Fly was four in the top and then pretty high up there in the middle, I, I kept you it kept at four. You kept it at four. That yeah. makes sense. I think that's, I think that is correct. Okay. Thank I am you. a little so so I did think a lot of people loved cardigan. So I was surprised when everybody said it was like more their bottom. Well, mm -hmm. I mean Katie and um Courtney. Yeah. Yeah. So but I did think a lot of people liked this song a lot. Um yeah, me because too. I've just seen like uh, like that lyric that uh leaving like a father running like water, as people say is one of her mm -hmm. most like beautiful lyrics. Like a lot of people go back to that and um it's just it's so good on so many different levels. You have the symbolism there. Uh, with the cardigan and then also the music video is enchanting to me I yeah. love the music video but it's not it's middle of the ground for me like I it is I, I I think it was in my middle it was in my middle um 100 percent and I like, think it was six it was six yes. yeah I, I think, think it was my last too. middle um because I think all of the ones before it like the top four were all before cardigan yep um top four what am I saying no um top three Yes, the top three, like Sparks Fly and the other two were all before Cardigan, but I think I had like Blank Space and Red before mm -hmm. Cardigan too. Yep. And then, um, so there weren't many comments on Cardigan or Sparks Fly. We really only had a few songs that really had a bunch of comments. Um, the first two, and then we'll get to the last one. But um, I've heard people's hate on Cardigan just because it was on the radio when it really, in reality, it is truly such a beautiful masterpiece right. of sounds and lyrics. And then Cardigan is one of Taylor's best written songs ever. I wouldn't, I would say it's a very well, one of her best written singles along with like Willow, like, um, but I wouldn't, I would say there's a lot of more poetic, more lyric, like things that we could analyze her days more than Cardigan, but it is beautiful. And one of my coworkers who is a musician and he writes songs and like whatever, um, he's in a band, he stopped me one day last year or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I just have to let you know, I saw Cardigan and I think it is one of the most brilliant songs ever. I'm sending it to all my music friends who are music snobs. So they roll their eyes at Taylor Swift, but okay, whatever. So I think that's interesting that people say like the music to it, as well as the lyrics is just well, like incredible. I, yeah. I mean, I think it, it also, I mean, I guess it, I think it still does have some like great poetic aspects to it. Oh, I mean, 100%. the whole thing is a part of it. I felt like I was an old cardigan under someone's bed. You right. put me on. So um, that was your favorite. Now I have to say, Sparks. Do you have any other thoughts on Cardigan? Um, no, I like Cardigan. I just yeah, it's usually it's middle, middle of the road for me, and it probably always will be. But I, I, I still like it. I think, and I agree with people that it is a very beautiful song and right. well written. Right. Um, Sparks Fly was my number one song that uh, got ranked number one. This is why, and it's not even my number one song on Speak Now. But this is why I speak now is like my favorite album because there are so many songs that are just my favorite, 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 favorite. Um, and so I'm shocked. Like this was yeah. a song that people she wasn't gonna put on an album and everybody recorded it and forced her to put it yep, on the album. I was gonna say, because I remember listening to the bootleg Sparks Fly version right before or right around Fearless. And right, everybody was bullying her to get it on an album so yeah i love sparks fly i think it was number two because i think i put champagne problems before it but again i think it depends on your mood but right. and um, the nostalgia aspect for me yeah like, i cannot put yeah no i hear you but then um yeah there was only a couple comments um sparks fly supremacy sparks fly is underrated um and then someone said they sparks fly and game in 15 weren't that memorable mm, but you're wrong 
I think Sparks Fly, I just remember like listening to Speak Now for the first time. And obviously mine was a single. So like you knew that one already. And then I knew Sparks, well, obviously we knew Sparks Fly already too, but right. still I was just so excited to listen to a, a nicer version that wasn't like grainy right that oh she my sang God. at a concert because like I I would listen to that all the time I wrote in my comments like because I wasn't listening to the bootleg version necessarily because I that like the first album I bought when it came out was speak now mm -hmm. um so like I just knew sparks fly so I wrote like thank you to the swifty honestly that recorded that video and put it out there and thank you to the swifties that were like um super fans that were on tumblr or wherever you know whatever was a thing yeah. back then that got this on the album because it wasn't me like i wasn't begging yeah. for the song i didn't know it existed till the album came out so like truly yeah. like thank you because this is one of my favorite songs of, of all time not only that but like this is our podcast drop everything now like that oh is my god spot. yeah i didn't even think of that drop everything now meet me in the pouring rain and it's su there's such beautiful poetic lyrics like it's one of those things where you're listening to it and you really don't even realize how many metaphors and how much symbolism and how much is in it until you're actually like reading how beautiful those lyrics are um and she was only she was younger then i know i was gonna say also like i just remember because obviously we were what 15 or no probably i was um 14 when going into out? my speak now no uh i was going into my junior year oh so school. we were 15 or 16 because then the next album was right um, freshman year of right yep uh i just remember when she would like with this the bridge sort of part when it was like run my fingers through your hair and watch yeah, the lights like, go oh. wild keep on keeping your eyes on me it's just wrong enough to make it feel right oh boy i just like wished i had someone that i was singing that about i sing every yes this is like when i was at like you right, know, right when i was first hearing it this is one of those songs to me like similar to enchanted and there's a couple songs like this that it's just so such a masterpiece to me because it almost encapsulates encapsulates every emotion mm -hmm. um like somebody said that about champagne problems but all the sad emotions this is like all the happy all no but everything like um um but yeah this is like ha so many happy emotions like hopeful excited where i just think it, it's not only a happy love song and it works in so many different um phases of life I think if Taylor Swift came out with this song right now everybody would still love it just as much yes I was gonna say it doesn't it doesn't sound too young right it doesn't like I like don't if know. she came out with like our song or like picture to right. burn right, right now we'd probably like it because we'd be like oh it's like country vibes but I think sparks fly we wouldn't think that it was yeah that it was too, that we'd be like oh it's still such a so such a well-written song I also oh well, because I, I mean, I'm captivated by you, baby, like a firework show. Like, God, oh my God, how did she do this with this young? I also I'm a have house to of listen. Cards, like, yes, and you're the, you're a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, um, I also, I need to go find my old CD that I burned with all of the songs that she never released, so I can listen oh, to the yeah. first Sparks Live version because it, it's very different. It is different. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've lyrics, heard it on um, TikTok, and I can't necessarily remember what they used to be anymore. But I remembered when I first listened to, I was like, I know this one. And I started singing. I was like, oh, yeah, nope. just getting nope. different lyrics. Oh, God. Truly, thank you to whoever was a Seriously. giant Swiftie. And if you're listening, like, I owe you my life. No, actually, this I is love maybe that song like so much. my number two song of all, like my top two songs of all time are from Speak Now. Wow, that's why it's just, it's just a, an amazing album. And yeah. she wrote it completely on her own. Yes. Yes. Like there was no help and she still came up with this masterpiece. I know. It's so good.
Like, please, please. I freaking love it. Goodness gracious. All right. Okay. Should I choose number five? Yeah. I would just say blank space. Nope. What? What? Nope. Uh, uh, uh. Red? Yep. That's freaking insane. Those two are very close in each of the top, like, top three and middle three. Mm-hmm. Um, But middle three track twos, like, they were five votes apart in the top numbers blank space beat it in the top but in the bot in the middle red beat it by it red had 156 votes and blank space had 130. wow so and blank space had more votes for bottom which is why i put red above it right but yep so red is number and i wonder i do wonder though if red got a boost because of red, of red taylor's 100 yes but i um, think so but there were actually people are listening very... to it so much right now and loving it right were there's there not comments? really many comments on red um red's track two didn't do red justice i don't really get meaning like it didn't represent red well where people are like oh, yeah but i mean like i don't know if track twos are supposed to be represented you know? no but i think they just probably mean like wow cruel summer sparks like the other ones yeah such a good representation yes. of the album yeah so like this ranks lower probably than their overall album ranking. Right. Red. And then some of the, I really love Red. It's one of my favorite track twos and fave song on Red. Um yes. Red used to be like one of my top five songs. It's changed now, but like it I used was, to be I really, read, really high up. I left that comment too. At the time that Red came out, Red was like top five, like you just said, top five. But if you even look at my rankings, you'll just notice that as more albums came out, yes it dropped i wouldn't say it was still up there i don't know when when we took that song sorter quiz a couple years ago Mm -hmm. before um folklore and evermore came out it was still up there which was kind of surprising to me but i think that was because i didn't really give lover enough credit yet and we obviously didn't have folklore and evermore but it was just something about when like because when you do the song sorter and there's two songs against each other it would literally be whatever first came into my head like whatever lyric first came into my head for each of those songs and i'd be like Oh no, red gets me pumped more, and I would just keep right, voting right. for red. So I mean, I really do like that one. That one's four on my list, I think. That was in my ranking five, I think. Yeah, because I have blank space at four, then, then yeah, so red, I actually, and then cardigan. I actually put if I'm ranking them, it's champagne problems and sparks fly, blank space, red, cruel summer, cardigan. Interesting. Cause I'm not, I'm not like a cruel summer stand like mm. everybody is, but um, I mean I love it, but I just right. I don't I guess love it as much. Um, blank space had a couple comments, just a few as well. Blank space will never ever be basic. It's just a bop that'll never get old. Period. By the way, love your work. That's nice. That's I didn't nice. Thank that. you. Love you. Um, and then yeah, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Uh, and then I like blank space. I don't care. I can jam to it. I totally agree. That's why that one is always I'm in the top for me. Absolutely shocked that this is so low. I know, and I am too because I remember because I think kind of like what we mentioned with Katie and Courtney. Like, nineteen eighty nine was the first dramatic change for her, and I remember blank space being one of the first, like blank space and wildest dreams were like one of the first few that I was like, oh, I really like this I love song this. on this yeah. album. So like, like it was made me like the album more. Right. So I think that's why it it always like is up there for me. Um, it's up there too because like I think this is such a brilliant song. It's so ironic and like the people that don't see it that way that see it and they're like, yes, yeah, see Taylor Swift is crazy. It's like no, she's playing into this role and saying yes. like, you guys tell me that I'm crazy and then I run through these guys. Right. And I do Here this you and go. That. Like, let me make a whole 
uh, entire song playing that character that you think I am. So it's not only a freaking bop, but it's comedic. Like yes. the music video is brilliant. Like it's such a good song. You can play it in any bar. So good. Everybody, it gets anybody going, Swifty or non-Swifty. Everyone loves this song. Um, I even played it on our Christmas party at with my students because I had control of the music and they were all singing along to it. Like, yeah, they, it, it's it's such a good song. It's it's still single bop. Like, clearly, it pleases the masses while still being well written on multiple different levels. I also think that when we heard um, Red Taylor's version with the um, I Bet You Think About Me and like her line, oh my God, she's insane. Yes. Cause that was like the birth of like the kind of making fun of herself. And I think she must've loved that so much that she was like, okay, I'm just gonna go all in yeah. on it with blank space and just really, really twist the knife. Um, Hundo P. But yes. So would you like I'll to guess? guess seven. Guess seven and six eight? and seven. Oh, you already guessed Wait. blank space. Yeah, you're right. Guess seven and eight. Yes, seven. Because... I guessed it was Picture to Burn. So you thought Picture to Burn was number seven? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what I said. Okay, you're incorrect. <laughs> okay. Then um, you, yeah, you can guess again. Um, I'll just go with what I said for number eight, which is 15. No. Oh, Endgame? Wow, I put that last place. So Endgame was number six, and Endgame had overwhelmingly the most comments uh for a song because um, it's so underrated that people that love it it's probably very underrated and everybody knows that it's right not a lot of people's favorite so i think it people was just like a lot hard. of people like defending it so a lot of the underrated comments so i'll just kind of skip through those um a lot of criminally underrated comments i should mm -hmm. say um endgame isn't a bad song and the collabs were fun and actually work well together and taylor's versus fire and way too slept on and i do agree with that i think people get lost in the collaborations on it that they don't really listen to what i agree. like it's hard you don't really process the lyrics because there's right. too many people on it criminal underrated i bury half hatchets but i keep maps of where i put them are yes, you kidding genius. i was just gonna say that yes genius um endgame is a good song i just prefer her solo to the collabs which i think probably is a lot of the reason that it falls on people's lists yeah um especially when it's a rapping collab uh, yeah i have words about that would you like to share yeah i'll share i hate that immediately when people see that it's ed sheeran they poop on all those ed sheeran songs and because they, you don't get as much poop on like evermore on um exile the last time because i think they fit the the overall vibe and like I don't know. It, this is one of those things that like we're allowed to like happy songs. We're allowed, like you you're telling me that you listen to Endgame and you don't get excited when you're listening to it. Like I but I also love Ed Sheeran. So I think like I was, yeah, I, well, I've seen going. so many comments about how much people hate anytime Ed Sheeran and Taylor Swift do a collab. Oh, see, I the only comment about Ed Sheeran in this is um I I don't like the rapping. Not this. I mean like through the Facebook group, through mm. just in general like and like TikToks like Ed Sheeran on a song like ugh. like no I love those songs um and I just think it's it's so underrated and like yeah maybe you don't like the rap part and you think it's a little bit cheesy or corny like Taylor shouldn't be doing that but I don't know I I do really like this song and I wrote in my own comments for it when I originally listened to Reputation on my own I loved Endgame like right off the bat and then it fell because of how many negative comments I saw and like mm. I was like, oh, every like I let other people influence. Yeah. But then I also fell in love with other songs more, such as King of My Heart, 
is now my most listened to song of 2021 and I'm right. I, I can't skip it. Whereas yes, I sometimes do skip Endgame now. So like I it's more well, of a middle ground song for I me. I was gonna say I like Endgame. I just I I think like what someone said, I just prefer her solo to collabs, but I think I don't it's not that I don't like the collabs on Endgame. I don't like that there's two. Right. Because you don't get as much of her. Right. So like I think that's kind of what it is versus that it's bad or, right, or right, you know right. whatever. So I think that's kind of like oh I'd rather maybe even she rapped something like Future's right. part or Ed Sheeran's part right. than like have both of them on the same song. Yeah I get um, it. I get it. I just um, I agree with those that say it's underrated. Yep. It uh, is in my bottom three though compared to all these tracks. Right. Um. Yep. So let's see. Endgame deserves no hate. Endgame, not a lot of people's favorite, but I love it. Mm -hmm. um, apart from Endgame, this was difficult. So some people are, you know, whatever. Endgame gets so much hate, but I think it slaps. So much hate for no reason. So this one was the comment that really cracked me up. Endgame is a masterpiece and one of my favorite track twos. I love the music video and it just gives me a vibe. I know it sounds weird, but if I had a girlfriend, I would make out with her to this song. What? <laughs> I love that. I laughed out I don't loud even know when what I that heard means, this. I didn't, I didn't either. <laughs> It was awesome. But I That's do hilarious. like, I, I want to be your A-team. I love I that he, refer he alludes to his other songs, like A-team. Mm. Um, and also what I just wrote down, because it just made me think, I also love the song we talked about, like how I love songs I could wink to. And I love the, almost um, the comedic tone to this, that she's yeah. like, big reputation, big Yeah, reputation. I swear I don't love the drama, it loves me. Yeah, like yeah. I love the laugh, like almost the same comedic undertones that Blank Space has. Um, like we would have a big reputation if we got together like yeah. look at this and like um right. yeah she's yeah. she's like making fun of like part of the song she's making fun of herself making fun of right all this stuff and you also wink to it like i want to oh, be yeah. your first string like i think it's a i just think it's a fun song whereas like me is also a fun song but endgame has better like lyrics that you could you know totally what I mean? totally so um yeah so then right then there's a couple only track two that I don't like is Endgame. It's always a skip. It's not even the Taylor part. I love when she's singing. It's just Future's part that makes me dislike it so much. Okay, I wish fair. it would have been better. It would have been better without him. Right. Um, Endgame would be a lot higher on my list without either of the features and new lyrics. Taylor's part just hits. Right. And then I'll end it with Endgame is the best freaking song ever. It's my favorite track two, and I have no idea why some people don't like it. It's fair. That's fair. I think it's all fair. I think it's understandable why people don't like it with the having a coll two collaborators on it. Um. But yeah, it, it makes sense. And again, even though I was, I'm defending it, it is in my bottom three. So right. I think it's number seven for me. Yeah. All right. So what's eight versus nine? I'm still going to go, I'm still going to go with eight will be picture to burn and nine was 15. Is that's, that wrong? That's correct. Oh, um, I mean, can I tell you why I thought that? Mm -hmm. Um, because I've seen picture to burn stands with like at people asking her to re-release the original lyrics and like yeah that's a fun breakup song no matter what as we said like you're gonna scream that song especially when you're 15 I'm oh, not 15 sorry that was I said that because it's the song 15 especially when you're in like whatever when you're young if you have a breakup you could still relate to it now even if you're 15 or 27 whereas 15 is only really good when you're 15. I don't yeah. listen to it anymore. I don't really I just, listen to it either. I liked it when it came out because I was like a freshman in high school. I was 14 years old. And whether you're 14, 15, or 16, when you're early on in high school, like you can absolutely relate to it. But as soon as you like are 18, like you just don't need to yeah. listen to it anymore. And it's also because like, it's not like a 22 where it's an actual bop. So like sometimes right. you listen to it because it's really fun. It's right. not fun. It's sad. Yeah. 
So yeah, um, 15, overwhelmingly the least favorite, uh, 211 votes wow. in bottom three, that's 67%. And it got the lowest, like even comparing it in the other answers, it was right. the lowest in each of them. Right. Um, and then Picture to Burn had 171 okay. for bottom vote. So okay. Picture to Burn and Endgame were a lot closer than 15 right. and Picture to Burn. Right, 15 is truly the bottom. And yeah, because Picture to Burn and Endgame were close in middle as well. Like mm -hmm. they each got around 100 votes for middle tracks. Were but, there any interesting comments on these? Um, not, not really. So really, not much for picture to burn at all. Mm -hmm. Um, besides just like generally saying like, I love it. Yeah, you love um, it, but there's other more fun breakup songs now right. that you're not gonna. And then, yeah, and I think yeah, because I think someone said like picture to burn is just such an angry listen, and I love it, like an angry song. Yeah, you know, for like a. But you're going to choose like forever yeah. and always over that. You're going to choose. Right. Um, um, I don't know what else. And then so for 15, we did get, you know, um, 15 weren't, wasn't that memorable. Unpopular Opinion, 15 is one of my least favorite songs by her. Track two is probably her best track, but 15 is the one song that holds it back from perfection. But I don't think it's a bad song. I just think you're, I agree with the one that said, I, well, for me, I, it's one of my most skipped songs because. Yeah why am i listening to that song like what for yeah, what and purpose i also i don't know why but um but i think it's a good song it's a good song and i think you know when she sang it with miley cyrus at the grammys yes, i actually yes. would rather listen to that version right right than, right than the original and i think it also was very you know when fearless with taylor's version was released it did give you a bump of nostalgia right because she had all their pictures with abigail in it and stuff like that so i definitely understand like the nostalgia of the song but like you said i don't want to listen really to it anymore i'm not 15 i don't yeah. really feel the like it's a sad sad song like the older right. i get the sadder it is right because i'm just like oh this like it's heartbreaking for that right. person but i just don't really i don't know I, like you just can't really there's just nothing you're getting there's it's like, not relatable anymore if my future if i ever hear my future daughter in her room with the door closed listening to 15 I will cry outside of yeah. the door because I'm like, oh my god. I'm gonna show my future daughter this. Right, song. but like, like I, I want her to listen. To I know it. she'll like she's going through something if she's picking this song to listen to. But like, yeah, I mean that was it. And then and also picture to burn. As, such a good angry Taylor such a song. Good That's song, all. Yeah, and people do love it. It's just the original album Taylor Swift. Yeah, unfortunately that gets overshadowed. Fall. Yes, yeah. yes. But I don't like there. I also agree that it's overshadowed. I love the original album. I never loved. I've never ever loved Picture to Burn. No, I've never. I, I think Picture to Burn might have been one of the first few songs I've ever heard from her. Mm. Um, I think it was like our song or yeah. Like. I would say I think our song was the first one, but. And I remember the music video for Picture to Burn so or well. Or Our Song or Teardrops on My Guitar. Those are mm. the first. I didn't hear Tim McGraw so much later. Yeah, because I think I think I heard Picture to Burn one of the first few and or watched the music video maybe is what it was because right. I always thought the music video was so funny with yes. them like in the car with the binoculars the, or the in music the music video is great. But um, yeah, but no, it's like, it's probably, I mean, it's definitely in the bottom for me. But yeah, I think unfortunately debut album gets overshadowed all the time. And I think that's going to start happening with Fearless and Speak Now, like, because the more she evolves, I mean, all of her earlier stuff, like the more she evolves, the right. the more it's going to be, well, this song that she it's wrote better. 10 years later is just better. Right. Which it's is better why, like written. Said, it sounds better. Like, right. you know, it's just, there's. Yeah. Like red was great and was one of my favorites at the time, but she came out with a million more albums since then. Right. A million more songs that I like more. Right. That doesn't mean I don't like the song. It's just, there's so many. You exactly. Place them somewhere. Right. But I do, some of my favorites are on Taylor Swift, such as like Stay Beautiful. Ugh, mm -hmm. one of my favorite songs of all time i also like i mean we'll get to it when we get to track fives but like 
Cold As You is such an underrated yeah track five track five yeah like it wouldn't be in my bottom right right like obviously we'll get there right but, um we'll get there one day but I think there are songs from debut that will be higher right once we get to that track number because right. I think maybe not though I don't know I feel like maybe once you start doing it, it's like oh no but there's this song that you know right is much better do you have any other thoughts on it or any other no i just think she has a lot of strong track twos like that I, you know i mean i have to look at them all together but from what we've seen because we looked at some of them and like made yeah. some tiktoks but this one has those strongest ones of my favorites um more collectively than i think anything else yeah but no I, you know has, i might eat yeah. my words i don't know this one definitely did have a lot that i was like oh how do you even pick how do you pick um because this i i think also because there are some that I look at when we like would go through the like the tracks and like what numbers where like there's someone like ooh this would be tough but like not for my very favorite or not for my very least favorite. Right. This one was hard because like it's in the middle. I kind of felt bad putting 15 at the bottom. Right. But it is at the bottom. Right. But like it didn't doesn't feel like oh I hate this song. Right. There's no song. There are no songs that I really truly dislike. Right. But are there any song Taylor songs you truly dislike? Other. No. I mean. There are some that I'll say, yeah, I really, like 15, I really just don't listen to, but I like the song. There are other songs that I really just don't listen to because I don't love the yeah, song. Yeah, that's like a handful. One day maybe we should go through those songs, like each of our least, like our episode of, of truly songs we don't like. Yeah, but that could be a mean episode. Like we're here to be, we should do also the opposite, like top 10 best Taylor Swift songs of all time. Anyway, what mm -hmm. I want to say before we get into like an embarrassing story is we did say, and like, uh with our last episode oh we'll do another december episode a late december episode mm. talking about like our swifty rules like a mini-sode i got covid on like december 20th and i was very sick so that's why we didn't put it out like sorry that i made us liars but we're still planning on doing we'll that at do some it. point yes um and i'll we'll put a survey out and i'm even gonna make a TikTok asking like what do you think the rules are of being a Swifty? And yeah. like, what do new Swifties need to know? Like we can have a couple different sections, but that's why we didn't put out a late December episode because I was sick all through Christmas break. And then I had to get caught up on my actual job. So yeah, just, it just didn't work. Like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry to the person that asked. And then we said we did do it. And then we didn't like, I'm just sorry. We, we will do it. But we will do it. It's still on our list of things to do to talk about. Yes. Um, yeah. So I think to end the episode, we should tell an embarrassing story. Yes. So um, it's it's my turn. It's your turn. And this one actually came to me because my boyfriend brought it up to me the other day. This is so. He was like. Do you remember that story you told me about? And I'm not going to say what he said because you're going to tell him the story. But I was like, oh, shoot. No, I actually completely forgot about that. Thank you for reminding me. My face is getting all red and I'm feeling cringy all over again. You guys are going to have such secondhand embarrassment from this because so, it's literally the worst oh thing that could ever anyone could ever imagine. Like, I can only imagine like one or two scenarios that could be worse than this. I... All right, Seth. Let's take you back to when we were in college. Okay. Christmas right. break. No, it was, it was no, a break. It was spring break. Spring break. All right. So, oh, okay. Freshman year of college, I had a boyfriend from home. So they we obviously had, didn't see each other a lot. Right. So I we started dating like right before senior year of uh, high school started. So just like a year and a half. Yeah. Probably like a year and a half by freshman year of college. I don't, I don't know. Or by spring break. Right. We were um, going on like a trip together. 
for spring break. <laughs> so I was home and like, I went with my friends to the mall and like me and him were leaving for our trip the next day or something. <laughs> oh my God. And your friends convinced you in so, Spencer's. Well, yeah, we were in Spencer gifts giggling at things because we were like still embarrassingly immature for 19 year olds. And our, my friends saw this like, oh, I'm sorry. They went in with the intention of this. They went in with the intention of saying like, on your trip, you should get something you fun need to for get your something trip to spice it up a little bit because you guys don't get to see each other. Right, exactly. So they found this thing called this like sex therapy kit, and I am embarrassed just saying it out loud. And what came in it, Steph? What was yeah, in this so package? this this red box that had like flower <laughs> petals on the outside of it came with some teeny tiny little vibrator let's start, are you serious let's I don't start strong guys this is um, not this is her story i just want to make that clear this i'm just gonna me. use the, a teeny tiny little vibrator I don't, why would i do this i want to share uh, whatever um fake ass flower petals like truly plastic rose petals um fuzzy handcuffs I think there was like some There's sort of like lube or like yeah maybe some candy underwear. Oh my god! So guys, I'm a really an innocent person. If anybody that I know professionally um, is listening, this is not my story. I'm an innocent person too. No, I know, but like <laughs> because I was like, we really shouldn't get this. So, but you were forced to. We they were like will. they were like you need to get this, and I was like I'm not even gonna use it. So we buy this, and I bring it home, and we're flying to our destination, and I was just like. No, so you didn't bring I'm it. not bringing this sex therapy kit right on my spring break trip. I was like, uh, uh-uh. uh. So I tuck, I, I like shove it in the back of my closet under a bunch of clothes and whatever. And I'm like, that was super embarrassing, but that's it. I'm done. And then you forget about it. Oh, completely. Freshman right? year, yeah. Fre- that was freshman year of college. Then we broke, broke up the next fall. Right. So completely forget about this thing being my closet. I also was rarely home since after freshman right, year. I stayed at, on campus uh, like during the summers. The summers, and then or like had internships. So I was only home for a couple weeks over Christmas, essentially since freshman year. Fast forward to yeah. It okay. Yeah. So fast forward to like me being twenty six. And um, my parents are getting ready to sell their house. So my mom texts me one day and she's like, um, in your room, what stuff do you want to keep? What stuff do you want to throw away? And I was like, I have not lived in that room for 10, like a better part of like 10 years, I'm going to guess. But like, I was like, Pic- keep pictures. I don't really need anything else. Any of the clothes in there you can throw away because clearly I haven't used them. Like, just do your thing. Clean right. out what you need to clean out. And then she was like, oh, I want to keep your American Girl dolls. Fine. You do whatever you want. But I was like, I really don't need anything from in there. So I go home to maybe help them at some yeah, point. Yeah, the couch or something. Yeah. So I go home to help them clean out stuff. And I walk up to my room. Just so I'm like, oh, my God, it's empty. So crazy. That's so sad. I walk up to my room. And there's a. it's mostly empty. Like, she's got stuff off the walls. And sitting on my old desk oh my God. is the sex therapy kit. Oh my and God. I just stand there for a little bit and I was like how embarrassing holy shit and I was like oh the fact God. that she left it there and didn't like, no like put it out you? like I was like they're she... messing with you like, is she kidding like I was like oh my god oh my god and then my dad oh my god he goes <laughs> did you walk downstairs or did you come into your room I literally threw it away and walked downstairs because I was like I mean, if when you had walked in and you're like, I'm going up to my room, like, do you, I'm sure they were they giggling. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure they were giggling in the back of their room. minds, but 
But, like, I literally saw it, and I was like, okay, I gotta throw that out immediately. I think there was, like, a garbage bag at the top right. of the stairs. I shoved it in, and then I went downstairs. I was like, if they're not gonna address it, I'm not gonna address it. So I walked downstairs, and I'm, like, going into the kitchen to, like, whatever. And my dad goes, hey, Steph, we found your sex kit. Oh, my and God. I, and I... What did you do? What was started laughing. What did I you was, do? What did your mom well, do? Well, my dad was obviously saying it as a joke, because I'm pretty sure what happened was my mom probably found it. And then said, look, Steph had in her room. I can't believe she showed your father. My, I There are times like, when I'm... thanks for throwing me under the bus, mom. My mom knows a lot of things about... You. Me and my love life, even. Right. But there's things that I have to tell her. Do not say anything to dad. to dad. And I'm like, I don't even know why I have to say this to you. Anyway, I, I'm sure she thought it was so funny that she found this thing. That is mortifying. So I just started laughing. I mean, the thing is, it wasn't as bad because, because I never used a, it right. and it was so long ago. Right. So I just started laughing. And I was like, oh my God. And they were like, what is, uh, they were like, when, do you need that? Do you need to take oh it home? Because like, I have a boyfriend. Right. And I was like, no, I was like, oh my God. I was like, we bought that over spring break, like freshman year when me and my ex-boyfriend were going on this trip, but I never even brought, like we never obviously oh used it. But God. I was like, I was like, yeah, we thought it'd be funny. And then I literally, and then I like kind of started getting like cringy. I was like, you can open and check the contents. Like it is not used. Oh <laughs> my just, God. So. But like they, yeah, I just like, I was like, okay, that really, really. That is a, literally like the most embarrassing thing. And I think the only thing that's worse is like, maybe if you like accidentally like sent a naughty text or picture by accident to your family. Yeah. Cause probably. they didn't have to see anything and you didn't use it. So Holy crap. I know. And my dad, I knew he was just so excited to say something. At least they have a good sense of humor about those things. Right. Because I was going to say, like, I I was like, dad. And, like, I'm sure he just did it to see if how bright my face would get. But, again, I think if it had been, like, sophomore year that they had found it, I would have been truly mortified. But, like, I think since so much time had passed that I even even thought about that sex kid. Yeah. It was okay. Right. Oh, my God. That really is so embarrassing. Uh, it's golden. Mm. It's just golden. But yeah, anyway, that popped into my mind the other day because my boyfriend, we were just sitting on the couch doing nothing. He was like, hey, remember when your dad found that sex kit of yours? And I was yeah. like, shut the fuck up. That's hilarious. I was like, yes, I do. I do block it out quite frequently, though. Because then I had to remember when I was thinking about the story, I was like, did my dad say something to me? Or did we yeah, just Yeah, I remember pretend? you texting me when it happened. And then, yeah, I was like, no, my dad definitely my dad said, said something yeah. to me. And I was like, oh. That is that is really awful. I'm so sorry that you had to go through that. It's okay. We we live and learn and we live, we learn. We grow up, I guess, and, and don't get embarrassed by Yeah. Um, but, well sex it's always kids. awkward. Anyway. It's also funny because I think my parents were like, Really? A sex therapy kit when you were nineteen? Like you needed help. I, I Yeah, I, no, I know, I know, I know. Anyway. I know. I know. And so, I'm sure. Oh, no. Nope, nope. So, <laughs> with that being said, we're going to wrap this up. I'm covering my mic. If you would be so kind to, uh, before you pick everything back up, if you do not already, please go follow us on Instagram at the Drop Everything Now podcast. Our TikTok, The Steph's 13. We have a really fun music video that we're coming out with. Oh, yeah. Like, it's going to be released. So you guys better shortly. like it. Yeah. I'm or it's already it. out. Well, it will be out by the time you'll see. So go watch our um, last Great American Dynasty video. Yes, I'm really excited. Um, Our email is dropeverythingnowpodcast at gmail.com. Yes. And we have a Twitter, but we don't really use it. Um, The Steps 13, I don't even know what it is, to be honest. Swifty Steps, that's what it is. Um, And yeah, like, just pick, before you pick everything up, do that. 
please also rate and subscribe and leave a review so we can get more reviews. We can get pushed out there if you are listening. Um, please. And I think that's it. Like, yeah, we will. Um, we'll see you next time for our recap of our night with um the girls, Le Petite Bet. Yes. Uh, so when excited. we go to the Taylor Swift party, and we will let you guys know if it. I mean, it is going to be a must attend, but we will solidify will, that for yeah. you guys and i think that's about it yeah, so she could uh pick everything back up because we are dropping our mics now <laughs>